0: psalm 73 surely god is good to israel to those who are pure in heart but as for me my foot had almost slipped i had nearly lost my foothold for i envied the arrogant when i saw the prosperity of the wicked they have no struggles their bodies are healthy and strong they are free from the burdens common to man they are not plagued by human ills Therefore pride is their necklace. They clothe themselves with violence from from their callous hearts come iniquity The evil conceits of their mind knows no limit You know it it, doesn't it feel like that sometimes that you're like, why? Why are wicked people still prospering? Why are wicked people? uh, uh, Seem like they're they're winning. I don't know if you've ever said that but it could feel that way sometimes, right? That it feels like these people that, that, that have bad intentions, it seems like it seems like they're winning. Right? It feels that way. Verse eight, they scoff and speak with malice. In their arrogance, they threaten oppression. Their mouths lay claim to heaven, and their tongues take possession of the earth. Therefore, their people turn to them and drink up waters in abundance. They say, how can God know? Does the Most High have knowledge? This is what the wicked are like. Always carefree. They increase in wealth. Surely in vain have I kept my heart pure. In vain have I washed my hands in innocence. All day long I have been plagued. I have been punished every morning. If I had said, I will speak thus, I would have betrayed your children. When I tried to understand all this, it was oppressive to me. Listen to verse 17. Until I entered the sanctuary of God, then I understood their final destiny. You know, th- that <laughs> what a great verse. What a great verse. Because humanly speaking, you can look at the things that are happening around you and feel like, well, it feels like a defeat. It feels like we're not going to make it. It feels like it's always going from bad to worse. But what, is a, what does the psalmist say? Until I enter the sanctuary of the God, then I understood. So you have to step out of, of your feelings, of, of, of circumstances, of things that, that might be, be, be trying to get you down, enter into the sanctuary of God, and then you'll understand. Focus on the word stick to the word You know when when I when I mentioned before, you know Living according to the word You know that that's the surefire way to make sure that you're on the right track so instead of instead of taking the 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 um the tone of man like You know, these people, it feels like they're winning. It's like nothing ever changes. You know, nothing ever changes for the better. We're always stuck in this. Until I entered the sanctuary of God, then I understood. Verse 18. Surely you place them on slippery ground. You cast them down to ruin. How suddenly are they destroyed? Completely swept away by terrors. As a dream when one awakes... So when you arise, O Lord, you will despise them as fantasies. When my heart was grieved and my spirit embittered, I was senseless and er and ignorant. I was a brute beast before you, yet I am always with you. You hold me by my right hand. You guide me with your counsel. And afterward, you take me into glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And earth has nothing I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail. But God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. You know, you you might be going through something right now that feels like it's it's, it's taking all the strength from you. It feels like it's, it's it's taking everything out of you. But God is the strength of your heart. <laughs> just just say that out loud. God is the strength of my heart. You know, we're we're, we're people that we live in a flesh body now, but ultimately we're meant to be reigning with Christ in heaven, in heavenly bodies. These fleshly bodies, they're temporary. You know, God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Those who are far from you will perish you destroy all who are unfaithful to you. But as for me, it is good to be near God. I have made the sovereign Lord my refuge. I will tell of all your deeds. It is good to be near God. That's the best place you could be. There's no better place. Because I'm going to tell you, you know, and I, I'm, I'm not I'm not the person, I'm not one of those people who, who preach stuff like, well, you know... We're in a fallen world, you know, bad stuff happens. Yeah, I know we're in a fallen world, but we, we serve a God who is above all those things. Jesus won the victory for us on the cross. There may be a fallen world, but I'm not subject to that world. You're not subject to that world. We're not subject to, to, to the devil slapping us around all the time. We have the victory over him. We have dominion over him. Jesus stripped the keys back from Satan and he holds them for the church who is his body in every way. So I, you know, I'm not subject to those things. I, 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 you know, there might be things that happen around me, but I'm not subject to those things. I don't worry about those things. You know? So we can, you, I don't chalk up everything to saying, well, it's, it's a fallen world. That, that's like a, okay. But we know there's a devil that's trying to take us out. We know what the scripture says. The devil comes to steal, to kill and destroy. He roams around like a, a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. So we, we have to be on guard, but he can't defeat us. The only way he defeats us is if we let him defeat us. But I'm going to tell you, you're not defeatable. No matter what's happened. No matter what's happened. You know, the psalmist, he thought all was lost. He's like, I can't take the, the prosperity of the wicked anymore. And then he realized, wait a minute. Let me see what God has to say about it. And he said those those. Amazing, famous words that God is the strength of my heart. Because humanly speaking, there are things that are happening that can completely destroy people. There are things that are happening that just terrible things, difficult things, challenging things. And it's easy to just let that take you out. But just remember where your strength comes from. Remember where your help comes from. Remember where you run. God is our strong fortress. Our strong tower. Those who run into him are saved. You know, Matthew Matthew 11, 28 says, Jesus said, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. You know, that word rest, if we look in the original language, it means to be refreshed, to be exempt. There is a special kind of rest that comes only from God. There is a special kind of rest that only comes when you give your life to Jesus. It's a a different kind of rest that you can't find anywhere else in the world, that you can't find in anything that the world might have to offer. That, that they, may, this, they may say, this is going to help you, this is going to fix it, nothing else will work, there is nothing like the rest that you can find in Jesus. It's a special kind, it's like an exemption. I'm running out of time. So I'm wondering if I'm going to, whatever, I'm going to, let's do it. Exodus chapter 14. I'll go quickly. But of course, you guys, you'll stick around because you're great like that. Um, Exodus chapter 14, verse 10. As Pharaoh approached, the Israelites looked up and there were the Egyptians marching after them they were terrified and cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you brought us to die in the desert? What have you done bringing us out of Egypt? You know, the Israelites, um, they saw their circumstances. And what was the first thing that they did? Why did you bring us here? Why did we have to go here? They, They just completely doubted they doubted what their leader told them. And they doubted what they knew God was going to do for them. Because God always rescues. As soon as they were being chased by those Egyptians, what did they say? Why did you bring, why did you bring us out here to die? Their faith completely left. That's what happens when you focus on the, the things that are around you. There is an enemy out there I you know, we, I never said there wasn't I'm not afraid of him. I don't worry about him Because I know that my God is stronger than him. I Know that that with the power of, of, of the spirit in me That I can overcome him we're overcomers <laughs> Yeah, the the, the, the Israelites, boy, well, they had a short memory, and not in the good way. Because like they, they, they get rescued, and then the next thing would happen, and they'd be like, "Why did you bring us here? Why did why did you, <laughs> why did we come here? You, you, why did we listen to you? You know?" But guess what? Even in even in spite of that, even in spite of their grumbling, God still rescued them. He still delivered them. He never forsaken them. Look what it says in verse 16. Raise your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea to divide the waters so that the Israelites can go through the sea on dry ground. I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that they will go in after them. And I will gain glory through Pharaoh and all of his army, through his chariots and his horsemen. The Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. When I gain glory through Pharaoh, his chariots, and his horsemen. It's like God was just showing off. God's like, hey, watch this. And that's God. You, you might have some prayers, some things that, that you're asking for, that you're hoping for. And God's going to be like, watch this. Watch what I'm going to do. I know there's Egyptians behind you. I know they're coming after you. But watch me do this for my glory. Chapter 15, verse 19. When Pharaoh's horses, chariots, and horsemen went into the water, the Lord brought the waters of the sea back over them. But the Israelites walked through the sea on dry ground. And then they sang a song after. Sing to the Lord, for he is highly exalted. The horse and its rider he has hurled into the sea. There was an enemy there. There was someone trying to take them out. And God's like, hey, for my glory, watch this. And he just kept doing it. What, 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 did, what, what do we read after that? <laughs> Listen to this. Oh, man, I'm telling you, these Israelites. Verse 22. Then Moses led Israel from the Red Sea, and they went into the desert of Shur. For three days they traveled in the desert without finding water. When they came to Mara, they could not drink its water because it was bitter. So the so the people grumbled against Moses. What are we to drink? Again, as if he wouldn't have as if he wouldn't have provided for them. But they have a short, you know, it's a short memory. Then Moses cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a piece of wood, which is a type of the cross, by the way. He threw it into the water and the water became sweet. There the Lord made a decree and a law for them. He said, if you listen carefully to the voice of the Lord and do what's right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his commands and keep all his decrees I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. You know, in Hebrews chapter 11, they talk about this story about the Red Sea. In verse 29, by faith, the people passed through the Red Sea on dry land. But when the Egyptians tried to do so, they were drowned. You know, it's interesting that Hebrews doesn't say they were grumbling, they were complaining, they were doubting, they were upset. All it says is they passed through the Red Sea on dry land. All it talked about was the miracle as a result of the faith that Moses had it talks about is how god's glory shine through that situation that the people passed through on dry land and then the egyptians were drowned don't doubt ever ever that god's gonna come through you know don't ever doubt don't ever worry don't live in fear Because that's the kind of stuff That's going to throw you off course And then We're not going to be able to accomplish our mission then Because we're going to be You know Sometimes you think to yourself Man if if the Israelites wouldn't have complained so much Who knows right (laughs) You know And even Moses When he hit the rock You didn't quite obey. And then he missed out on the promised land. That's a rough one. But that's what happened. (laughs) You didn't obey. Just imagine. If they would have just trusted God completely. Trust God. He's your strength. He's your fortress. Through him we can do all things. So don't doubt. Like I said that quote don't doubt what God told you as promised I'm gonna share a story um, by request of Dom who really wanted to know um, well he, he, he wanted to know where, where where this where this came from I'm gonna show you a picture Um... This is my favorite animal <laughs> um, And Dom was curious Why is this my favorite animal? Because it's kind of odd, I guess Because um, it's like it's, not like it's not like I can have it as a pet Actually, I take that back I could have it as a pet I could have it as a pet um, <laughs> But, um I, I'll tell you like a brief We, we, we got time so I'm going to tell you briefly this story. And it's got a good ending, don't worry. Stick around. Um, let me take this off though. It's too cute. It's, it's distracting, right? Um, so last year, it was February of 2020. Um, okay, I should preface it with this. One thing you should know about me, um, I know it's kind of like funny, but I love stuffed animals. I think you would know that if you know me I love stuffed animals And um, my husband hes he, he See I'm like I'm like um I don't have very expensive taste Um Which is like really lucky um, For my husband he, He's very appreciative of that That I do not have expensive taste So he can get me a stuffed animal that costs like 5 bucks and I'll be super happy Um and so he always likes to try and find a, a, an animal that I don't already have. So I got a variety, right? So it was Valentine's Day, 2020, and he comes home with um, <laughs> he comes home with this this big stuffed llama, and I never I never had a stuffed llama before, and I loved it. It was super cute. It was great. Um, So it was like, it is big too. It was like, I should have brought it. Oh my goodness, I left it upstairs. Okay, anyways, it's fine. So, um, so I got this stuff llama. And then of course, as we all remember, um, what happened in March of 2020 is when the the lockdown started. And so I live in, I live in a place that's, um, well, some people would say it's far, it's not the furthest place, but anyways, um, the most, the easiest and most convenient way for me to get to church would be if I took, okay, for for those of you who don't live in this, this province, we have a, a bridge, um, they have to pay a toll to cross this bridge, so that would have been the easiest way, but i had only been living where I live now for a few months and I, I, I never took that way because I didn't want to pay the toll so I would always take another way <laughs> Shiva, Yeah, I'm going to chart. you know, that, that's going to be easy I'm going to charter a plane or maybe a helicopter um, to go Anyways, so I, I would never take that way so I would always take other ways but when the lockdown hit one of the benefits of it probably the biggest benefit was that they decided to waive the toll and you could cross this bridge for free And I remember, um, so what happened in March, 2020, the mid-March, um, they started by saying, I remember the first week they said, okay, churches have to be 250. So I remember that, that first Sunday we were 250. And then the next week, um, they said, okay, just 50. And I remember it was like a Friday night and we were just like 50 people in there. But then, and then they said, well, actually no one. You don't have anyone there, right? Um, <laughs> you're like lo- <laughs> that's great, Paolo. I wish they would take out all the tolls, but anyways, um, they eventually put it back. Which, is, um, and so what? What we ended up doing, I think it was like a ten. I think it was a ten person limit, if I remember correctly. So what we decided to do was, um, the band would go and we would record worship, which was like I gotta say. I think the worst thing ever Was to, to, to worship and play music to an empty room <sighs> No good <laughs> I don't ever want to do that again And I'll, we'll never do that again um, It was terrible And it was, it was not an easy time You know, we didn't know what was going on uh, We didn't understand what was going on um, I knew that for me personally um, I never felt right about it. I always felt like there was something wrong. It just didn't sit well with me. Nobody listened to me at that point. Um, but I, I, I was like, I was on my own there because I was just like, you know, something's wrong. But we didn't know what was happening. Um, yeah, Sheba trust me. Church on the couch. Church in the couch. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like um, like a mod- what a modern church would call themselves? Welcome to church in the couch. Um <laughs> uh, anyways, um we didn't know what was going on. We didn't understand what was going on. um and, and it was it was just a weird time. And I remember it was like one of the first, I think it was like the second Sunday morning um and I was driving to church to 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 play to an empty room. Um, and I was just I was feeling down, you know,' I'm, I'm, I'll be honest, I was feeling down, I was very like, you know, we didn't, you know, I think we can all remember, maybe we're a little bit traumatized, but I'm sure we can remember how it felt, you know, was it going to be two weeks, I didn't think it was going to be two weeks, I, I didn't, I never believed that, um, I think they meant two years when they said two weeks, but anyways, um, you know, it it was, it was a, it was a weird time, and so I'm driving to church, and obviously, because, Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> that's right. Pastor Jess, we all have PTSD after that. Um, <laughs> no. um, so I was driving to church and like I said, because the, the the toll bridge was free, I decided to go that way. And where I live, I live um, in like a farming community, although they're building a lot of condos now, so it's kind of losing its flair. But anyways, there's still farms everywhere. So in order for me to get to the highway, I have to drive down farm road, so i'm like okay i'm gonna take the toll bridge today because it's free why not right so i'm I'm driving and i'm like i'm down right you know i'm just kind of like whatever i'm not smiling i'm not happy and i'm just driving i'm looking you know i see the horses you see cows you see chickens you see all of it right and i'm driving and i look to my left and i see three alpacas in a in, in somebody's yard and i was like i'd never seen one in real life up until then and I'm driving and I and I, I was like, oh, you know, I did that and I and I was so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was so happy to see these alpacas. They're super cute here. I'll, I'll show you it again. They're just, you know, come on. Come on. Look at that face. And I was so happy, you know, it just it. I was I smiled the whole rest of the way to church and 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 every single time I went to church. I would slow down, see, see them, I'd, I'd look at them. They, they don't know who I am, but, you know, I'm sure they would love me if, if they met me in person. Um, and I just would be, like, I, it would make me so happy. It would make me so happy. Um, and I just, like, I, I just love them. I don't know. Like, I just, I couldn't. It's, like, I guess in that moment when you're feeling blah, and it's like something just like completely changes your 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 mood and your feeling And it just made me smile, it does look like they're always smiling, you're right um, You know, and it, it just, it cheered me up And I would look forward to, I still look forward to uh, Sabina, I want to introduce myself, but here's the thing If it's like, if it's like people who don't speak English How, if I try to go to that farm and say, hey <laughs> can i pet your alpacas i don't know what would happen um, yes i that's right mel i i introduced the love of alpacas to everybody for sure um, and I've, I've already been twice um to, to the, there's this farm in granby where you could walk them and then pet them and they're great i don't have a picture of that but um <laughs> you know so anyways i um I really want to like go and like ring the people's doorbell and say like, can I like, I'll feed them if you want and whatever. But if they don't speak English, it's going to be a tough conversation. Because like there's certain things in French that I don't know how to say. Um, (laughs) Lisa, depending which way that you come, uh, you might pass by them. So let me know which which way you take to get to my house because it's very possible um, that you would drive by them. But you have to slow down. They're hard to spot. Um, oh no, really? Oh. <laughs> okay. No wonder Pastor Steve hates them, because uh, clearly there was a, there was a bad experience. Well, you know what? Maybe maybe he was tired or something, or maybe he was hungry. You know, we all learned when you're hungry, you act uh, you act different. Um. Well, alpacas probably won't spit. Llamas spit. They do spit. Alpacas don't don't really spit. Uh, spit. Really, Carol? Wow. How's Rahab doing? She's awesome. She's doing great. I mean, not that I know where she is or anything, but I assume she's doing great. Um, all this to say... You know... <laughs> all, all this to say... You know, we don't, we don't need anything from the outside to make us smile. Although the alpacas made me smile and they're cute. But we don't need any reason like that to smile. Because we are children of the Most High God. And our names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And we know that, 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 <laughs> that we have a Savior who cares about us, who loves us. We have a God who's not far from us. And so that should give you every reason to smile and to be happy and to feel joy. That should give you every reason that no matter what might be happening around you, that you have the joy of the lord that you i i don't have to look at a picture of of an alpaca to smile all i have to do is recognize and remember the god that i serve that he's the strength of my heart and my portion forever and that's true of you too and so i'm going to pray um and i'm going to pray specifically there's a family in our church right now who is going through a very difficult time and 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 the solution for, for them is to love on them to pray for them to to, to 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 hold them up in prayer and to hold them up in in real life too if there's anything you could do to help them to be there for them because that's what that's what a church family does because we we're we're, a, we're not just a bunch of people that attend a church we're a family we're a community you know there's some people that, that their family's not saved. And so when they come to church, it's like the only place that they can feel like they belong. It's the only place they can feel that they can they can fit in. and that's why we can't close our doors. And that's why you know they're, they're literally gonna have to come and like pick us up and carry us out. Because we understand why we're here. We're not here to blend into the background. We're not here to look like everyone else. We're not here to just be some kind of government entity that just does everything that they say. Listen, we're not trying to be reckless here, and we never were. We're not, we're not, nothing's done intentionally. Like, oh, we're purposely trying to do this. No, never. There's evil in this world trying to get us down. I've, I've never been more more sure or more certain about about how this virus is, is is straight from the pit of hell It carries nothing but destruction in its wake. Look at what it's done to our world It can't even function normally anymore. People have lost their minds It's, it's just terrible That is not that nothing about that is from the Lord nothing It's something that we have to push back against. And it can't be something that stops us from our mission. And that's why I was so happy and pleased and touched when I saw the congregation yesterday. Because I know that I'm amongst people that are going to keep moving forward no matter what. So don't lose heart. Don't give up. Don't turn back. There's no turning back now or too far. And don't and don't don't start 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 saying stuff like what if. Be be assured and confident that you know where God's leading you, that you know where the spirit's leading you, and stick with that. And don't be swayed to and forth by the winds of whatever. So let's pray father. I thank you for these that are watching. I thank you for their faith. I thank you for their commitment that they would take the time on a Monday night to listen to your word. I pray that anything that, that might be present in their life that doesn't belong there, that's not from you. I thank you that I know that they have the victory in that area whether it be an area of sickness, whether it be in the area of finances, whether it be any other kind of stronghold that might be trying to get them down. Father, I thank you. And I know and I'm assured that we have the victory because Jesus already won the victory. Thank you, Father, that we we can come to you, that you're our comfort, you're our strength, you're our hope. That nothing that this world offers can can do what you do for us. That nothing that this world gives can ever compare with you. There's nothing that compares with you. There's nothing like you. You are a great, great God. And specifically, I want to pray for a family in our church that's grieving right now. You know them. You know who they are. I pray that, that, that there's... It's never easy to find the words to say because sometimes there aren't any words to say. Just We just need to put our arms around them and remind them that their loved one is waiting for them in heaven and that someday we'll all be there together. Comfort them. Strengthen them. Be with them. I thank you, Lord. I know. Just just like Jesus said. Come to me, all who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. So, Father, I pray that I thank you for how you've been with us. Thank you, Lord. I know that you have not left us. None of your promises will fail. i thank you lord just thank him where you are thank him thank him for everything he's done and remember that no matter how much the devourer tries to come into your world that your god is bigger than him and greater than him and stronger than him and more powerful than him and jesus holds the keys he took them back thank you lord i praise you and i pray these things in the mighty name of your son jesus that name that defeats the darkness the name of jesus amen